Okay, so today's episode is about uh, Ha Song Kim. Um, he had an all right first year, but he was very effective defensively, and I think the Padres can use him. I think that's why he wasn't traded as much as Adam Frazier was traded, because Adam Frazier clearly only had one spot in the infield compared to Kim, who could play either third, short, or second, give guys days off defensively, not lose much defensively. Um, basically, I think he fits in as, not regular, but as a backup, just like to give guys days off. And I feel like his bat will develop. It was his first year in the big leagues. He wasn't used to the strike zone, clearly. He... he would swing at stuff that was outside. Um, he'd get caught striking out on high fastballs. And, like, he was just getting his eye for the game, really. I mean, it was his really his first year of Major League Service, even though he played professionally in Korea. So it was like... It was an adjustment for him, so I'm not going to hold too much into that first year of the contract. Uh, I think Preller going in knew that there's going to be an adjustment period. And to be honest, I don't think Jay Singler helped him very much. He, he didn't develop professionally, but that's been the Padres' problem for 20-plus years is not being able to develop internal talent and having to go externally. Like, we didn't even develop Tatis. Tatis just happened to land in our our lap with the James Shields trade. He was going to be great no matter where he went. And so the, the development of Kim this year should be interesting under the toolage of Bob Melvin and the coaching staff around him. Because he's got a proven track record with young players and developing them into starters, if not all-stars. And he'll get the most out of them they can get because he can relate to players. He was a player and everything. But Kim also is a new country. Like, you can't, the first year, you really can't hold anything against him. Um... I feel like his bat will develop in the majors. He's just got to get more reps and more consistent playing time. He just... It's it's like when a batter changes leagues midway through a season. Like, he doesn't perform as well as he did in his old league because he's seen all his pitchers basically for the first time and he has no idea what they throw. And it's like... A, and... It's just an adjustment period. Kim did have some key hits during the year. I'll give him that. And he was excellent defensively. So his glove plays in the major league level. Um, Overall, I thought it was an okay year. uh, But he's got some development to do. Uh, And the Padres, as an organization... They select these guys based on 
what are they going to give me in the future? Unless they're signing a major player like Hosmer or Manny or Tatis because they know what they're getting with that. Like Manny, you knew you were getting gold glove third baseman. You knew everything that was going to come with that, his leadership in the clubhouse and everything that was his intangibles as well as his bat. He had, like, proven himself already at the major league level. And Tatis has done that, too. But he came from a White Sox organization as a 16-year-old. So we didn't we developed him, but he it wasn't really our product in the beginning. So it's hard to see guys who've come up that even, like, one thing that the Padres do consistently, like, they develop power. That's what that organization's identified for. Like, they're hitting, they develop power hitters. Like, that's just what they do. The Padres don't have that right now. They, they, they have a system in place where they're trying to get athletic guys and develop them into ball players. But their biggest asset is the ball players' athleticism. And that'll only get you so far if you don't have the skills to go with it. You can project these players out as far as you can, but if you don't develop them, then those projections aren't reliable. So the Padres need to find their identity, basically. They need to say, this is what we develop. This is what we're really good at. And I feel like the coaching staff is trying to do that with the higher, uh, I'm sorry if I butcher this, Nibola and Melvin. They're going to try and like get people who can develop younger players into all-stars. But as an identity for the Padres, I would say they draft off of athleticism and potential. But that's what everybody does. But in, in most cases, we just don't develop those players. We don't develop anybody. Our, our biggest problem is development. Um, and we don't have an identifying thing. The skill, one skill that every player should have or one pitch that, like, the power fastball pitcher like that's who we go after. We don't we don't have like that level of guy that we develop. Instead, we go with all these other things and we kind of have lost our identity in what we're trying to achieve with each prospect. I get it that it's unique to each prospect, but at the same time you need to develop the player to what their strengths are and the player should have at least one skill baseball skill that they have besides just pure athleticism because pure athleticism is great because it's good speed but if they don't hit they don't hit if because the thing that carried us in 2019 or 2020 was home runs. We hit a ton of home runs and we just didn't last year. We 
We hit a fraction of the home runs we did the year before. OPS was down across the board. So we had an identity in 2020. We lost in 2021. We just... we The guys we had were overachieving with the balls they had in play. The balls were tighter. MLB was experimenting. And they reversed the balls and it clearly showed in the averages of our players and the amount of home runs they hit. Because I guarantee you if they kept the same balls, our players would have been better. They would have been hitting the ball all over the place. And Petco, since it's opened, has been notorious for being a home run killer. Like basically home runs die in the outfield there. Especially during the colder months in October and September um, with the dew that comes over the ocean. It just, like, kills fly balls. So we should focus more on, like, line drives, doubles, get back to basics of baseball, and follow the analytics, but hit... Focus on hitting line drives. Less ground balls, less home runs. If you hit a home run, that's great. But line drives, they get doubles because doubles score runs more than home runs. Because think of it this way. A home run with one guy on is worth two runs, right? But then nobody's on and you get in trouble and it's like three outs immediately. You have to get that guy back on base getting our run. But if you hit double, and the next guy hits a double, it's a guy guy in, and there's potential for a big inning because there's another guy on. So it could be three runs if, it, if the next guy hits a home run. So I get the way baseball has been going with the launch angle, but it's baseball fundamentally is meant to be played line drive by line drive, Base hit by base hit, double by double, and we just don't do that right now. We either hit a home run or we strike out. We're doing a decent job in the beginning of the year last year of walking. We lost it halfway through the year. Like, we just weren't disciplined. Or we became too dis. I don't know. Something got messed up there in the what the front office wanted what the manager wanted, and what the players were doing. Because they were patient in the beginning. I don't know. They are just everywhere. So, the front office needs to be clear on what they want. The manager needs to be clear what the front office wants and blend it with what he wants as long as it builds on each other and then the man and players know exactly what is expected of them. And I feel like that will be the clear, like, okay, this is how this is done, San Diego. Because we really haven't had that in 20 years since Bochy has been here. Um, And it's not San Diego's fault. We've gone through, since Kevin Towers, we've gone through, like, five GMs, three owners. We're getting back to it. To building the sustainable winning, but it's gonna be peaks and valleys. 
until you get to the point where you're developing the players you need, you're getting the consistency out of the development, where you're creating all-stars, you're creating starters, you're filling out a lineup with homegrown talent. You can't build things overnight as much as we'd like to say, oh, let's just trade for an outfielder. No, we shouldn't trade for an outfielder. We should develop an outfielder. And if there's not one in Padres' system, we may need to sign a guy for one year, two years, and just have him float us through the time until our guys arrive, basically, to fill out the rest of the lineup. Grisham is a great outfielder. Myers is... People give Myers too much bad talk about his game. Myers is good when he's engaged, okay? And he's been with now three managers in four years, all telling him different things to do. They had the experiment of him playing first base, third base, corner outfielders. No, he's a right fielder. I'm glad they kept him there the last two years. It gave him an identity. And he knew what was expected of him. And he did great. He's definitely improved defensively. And he has developed into an okay player. Is he worth the $20 million a year? Maybe not. But at least he knows what he is. And that's the key to the Padre season. The guys know what they are. They know what situation they're going to be in. What situation... Is called upon for them. So, like, even in the bullpen, what what players could get up? No, they know it before they even get get the call. Like in this situation, two outs, guys on first and second, six inning, up by two, this guy gets up. Okay, and it's I get it's playing the matchup, but you got to blend that with guys being comfortable with what is in their expectation of every day because if you just throw a guy out there every other day we're gonna blow through that bullpen again and we're gonna mismanage our year and we're gonna end up below 500 again so um i hope bob brenlin or bob melvin has a grasp on that which it seems like he does and he will not burn through our bullpen and give people identity and help them develop in that identity of what their role is. And with that will come success. And that will be the key to the Padres year. I don't think the signing of a left fielder is going to make the make or break the Padres year. We have enough hitting. It just matters game people out there every day who know what their job is, know what's expected of them, and where they fit into the organization, which I feel like has been lacking. And I started this off with Kim, but. 
This should be what Bob Melvin does for the Padres and for its players, and which will create a happy, better chemistry in the clubhouse, and everybody will feel like they're contributing, and it'll just hopefully be a better year. But we'll see in 2022. Um, on the strike, I'll post a separate episode on that. Um, I just, the strike, this, yeah, it's just going to be a separate episode. So, anyway, go Padres, and see you next time.